0: hey, is this heaven? No, it's Iowa. Just a bit outside. Two famous movie quotes from two of my top nine baseball movies. I'm Chris Casey, and this is Sea to Shining Sea. 17th episode of this podcast journey. I'm on today. It'll be just myself, but I'm gonna do something that I've wanted to do since I started the podcast talk about my favorite sport of all time. A sport I've worked in, a sport I've followed, and been around for most of my life is baseball. Baseball movies, you know, I'm a movie and TV guy, so I'm gonna come out the gate with my top nine baseball movies. Nine innings in a baseball game, why not do nine baseball movies? There are so many, and some of you probably won't agree with mine. What are yours? If if I don't cover yours, hey, let me know. Check this movie out if you haven't already. Let me know why it's so good and what you think is so good. You could do that either by emailing me at c to shining c. That's the letters C, the word 2, the word shining, C2019, at gmail.com. Or you can at me on Twitter, at ChrisCasey71. I'd be happy to respond to anything you send on there. I'd like to hear from those of you who are listening. Shout out to, most recently, we have listeners in Germany and the Netherlands. Thank you for listening, guys. The fact we're global (laughs) and growing. Uh, We're just a little bitty podcast podcast based out of the North Carolina, and it is kind of a baseball mecca down here. I have three or four minor league teams within 25 miles of me. So, yeah, I get my, my baseball fix, as it were. So, why do an episode of baseball movies? Well, as I mentioned just a few minutes ago, I love baseball. I played baseball when I was younger. I've coached baseball i've announced baseball yes i was a public address announcer for a minor league affiliate of the los angeles angels of anaheim at the time and that was the burlington bees shout out to the bees who are no longer affiliated with the angels but they are still a team that plays every summer there's so many sports movies out there recently i did the american underdog the kurt warner story which was a very good sports movie You might see an actor from that movie in one of my movies here today. Before we get started, also, I'd like you guys to check out my YouTube page. So there's some baseball stuff on my YouTube page. Uh, One of the movies I'll be talking about today was a quote in the beginning, in my intro, uh, Field of Dreams. On the uh, YouTube page, I did James Earl Jones voiceover of People Will Come, Ray. People will most certainly come. Give that a listen. Uh, sea to Shining Sea with Chris Casey is the page on YouTube. Check it out. I've also done Casey at the Bat. Kind of my namesake there. Casey at the Bat, the story, the poem. So check it out on my YouTube page. or some other fun stuff on there. Every one of my episodes after I uh, publish them, I also try to put them on there as well. So tell your friends, tell your neighbors. All right, let's get started with my top nine baseball movies. All right, as any other top 10 list or top 9 or whatever, you like to give some honorable mention. Most people do it at the end. Well, I'm going to do a little different because I know some of you out the gate are going to go, well, is he going to talk about this one? Is he going to talk about that one? Well, here's my honorable mention list before I get started. And you're probably going to go, man, why isn't that in his top 9? Well, everybody has their own list. What's yours? Again, share it with me at c2shiningc2019 at gmail.com. So my honorable mention, Moneyball, which is a great movie in itself. It just didn't make my top nine. Eight Men Out is a true story about the uh, the White Sox and and their cheating scandal in the uh, I believe it was nineteen nineteen World Series. Pride of the Yankees with Gary Cooper, uh, where he portrayed Lou Gehrig, and is a great great movie. League of Their Own, which I heard recently has their own series on Amazon Prime. League of Their Own is a great movie. Underrated by Tom Hanks. Uh, Tom Hanks was an underrated part of that movie. Of course, it was surrounded the the girls, baseball. Bull Durham. Everybody knows Bull Durham's the quotes. (laughs) Hey, anything that goes that far needs to have a stewardess on it. So many good one-liners from that movie, but it just wasn't in my top nine. And a kind of an obscure one that Uh, A lot of people might not know uh, The Babe with John Goodman, where he portrayed Babe Ruth, was one I liked back in the day when it came out in the 90s. It is in my honorable mention as well. So everything here moving forward is a movie I loved. We'll start at number nine and go up to number one. Any of these movies I will watch with a drop of a hat. If I see them on or I see them streaming, I will definitely take the time to watch them. I'm one who can watch a movie over and over if I enjoy it. And you pick up more things, more nuances, more Easter eggs or hidden things. I'll kind of go over the when it was released, who directed it, uh, the folks that are played in it, and and why I like the movie. Hopefully it won't be too long-winded today, but we'll see. Alright, here we go. Number nine on my top nine baseball movies. Nine is the winning team this is a very obscure baseball movie uh, unless you're a baseball purist and uh love every baseball movie out there this movie came out 1952 the winning team 1952 poor health and alcoholism forced grover cleveland alexander out of baseball but through his wife's faithful efforts he gets a chance for comeback and redemption this movie is a great movie It's a hidden gem, I I would tell you, if you're a fan of Ronald Reagan when he was an actor. uh, This was one of his best films, in my opinion. Of course, it's in black and white. (laughs) It is based on a true story. It's based on Grover Cleveland Alexander, who was uh, one of the first great pitchers in all of baseball. He was also part of the first Hall of Fame um, class to go in. Uh, Doris Day plays his wife, Amy Alexander. And Ronald Reagan plays Grover, Grover Cleveland Alexander. And Frank Lovejoy, who was also in a lot of movies back in the day, plays the one and only Rogers Hornsby. Raja, as we call him in Cardinal Nation. Cardinal Great himself. Some other, uh, Gordon Jones plays George Glasheen, uh, another famous uh, manager in baseball lore, who brought Grover to the... Uh, Phillies I believe when he came up so it is it's just a great fun little movie if you love baseball the storyline and in 1911 Grover Cleveland Alexander known as Alex to his friends is a Nebraska country hayseed who says he wants to settle down marry his, his girlfriend Amy and be a farmer to offer Amy a secure and stable life however he seems to drop everything whenever the opportunity to play baseball specifically as a pitcher arises his focus on baseball does not sit well with Amy nor her father Um, some other thoughts I have as as I mentioned former president Ronald Reagan I think this is his best movie very early in Doris Day's career so if you're a Doris Day fan those of you are probably older than me (laughs) but yeah Probably the best part of this movie is it shows the Cardinals, my wonderful St. Louis Cardinals. It depicts their first World Series win in the 20s over the New York Yankees. Robert Cleveland Alexander was one of those heroes. If you like old movies, old baseball movies, this is a perfect movie. Most of you probably haven't heard of it. But uh, number nine, the winning team. All right, number eight. Number eight on my top nine baseball movies is more recent than 1952. This one is Trouble with a Curve, starring Clint Eastwood, Amy Adams, and Justin Timberlake. It came out in 2012, so like I said, much more recent. Uh, Robert Lorenz was the director, and of course, uh, Clint Eastwood, Amy Adams, just justin timberlake we're all stars in here a bunch of other character actors if you watch it uh, i'll tell you what there is i think robert patrick of terminator 2 fame and he plays the general manager um john goodman is in here playing a friend of clint eastwood who's a scout the preface of this movie it's it's a cute little baseball movie these f- actors really did a great job to to portray what it is clint eastwood plays gus labelle who's a baseball scout and Clint is, this is the perfect grumpy old man. He is, he, he backs out of his garage and damages his car. He said, I think the garage is shrinking. Just, I mean, he's a perfect grumpy old man. He's a baseball scout for the Atlanta Braves. And the team he works for, the Braves, thinks he should retire. They asked him to do one more scouting job to prove himself. And his friend Pete, played by John Goodman, asked Gus's estranged daughter, which is Amy Adams. They have a unique relationship uh father daughter and he asked her if he would she would go help gus's eyes are failing if she'd help him uh scout this kid before they drive so they go to north carolina of all places to scout this uh high school kid and mickey who is gus's daughter played by amy adams decides to put her work on hold and go with him uh she wants him to explain why he pushed her away And you learn that in the movie. Uh, While there, he runs into Johnny, which is a former player he scouted. And he's a scout for another team. So it's a very, very cute little movie. A lot of Brave stuff, if you're a Braves fan out there. But it's funny in parts. It's serious in parts. It's kind of cool. It shows... A little bit how a scout acts and how they do. And my time in the booth, believe it or not, I got to meet a few scouts. So this kind of brought back memories of meeting some of those scouts that I would sit next to and talk to, which sometimes were even former players. So uh, Trouble with the Curve. If you like, if you love baseball, this is definitely a movie you should check out with Clint Eastwood. Appearing in this movie is Scott Eastwood, son of Clint Eastwood. Uh, It is actually for one of the, Of four movies that he's appeared uh, with his father, Scott Eastwood's been in some others, he looks like his dad. Um, This was Clint Eastwood's first major acting role in a movie he did not direct in 19 years. So the last time he was in a movie that he did not direct was in A Line of Fire, which is a great movie. Uh, It definitely made my top nine because I I just watched it again the other day, and I didn't didn't get up. I watched the whole way through. It's just a wonderful, wonderful little movie. Um, But check it out. Trouble with the Curve. Moving on on this top nine baseball movie episode, we go to number seven. And number seven is a movie anybody of my age or older would remember this movie. Uh, It's definitely a movie that couldn't be made today. (laughs) Very not politically correct, but at the time it worked. The Bad News Bears from 1976 was a treasure. I was... Five or six when this movie came out. And of course, I've seen it uh, tons of times since. Former minor leaguer Morris Buttermaker is a lazy, beer-swilling swimming pool cleaner who takes to coach the Bears a bunch of disheveled misfits who have virtually no baseball talent. Realizing the dilemma, Buttermaker brings aboard a girl pitching ace Amanda Wurlitzer, the daughter of a former girlfriend and Kelly Leake a motorcycle punk who happens to be the best player around. Brimming with confidence, the Bears look to sweep into the championship game and avenge an earlier loss to their nemesis, the Yankees. Of course, the Yankees are the nemesis. <laughs> oh, those of you listening, if you've seen this movie, you're smiling. You know. I, I've not seen the other ones, and the newest one with that came out in the 90s with uh, Billy Bob Thornton was okay but eh, still couldn't beat this original. Um, Walter Mathau plays coach Morris Buttermaker. Amanda Wurlitzer, the girl pitcher. Tatum O'Neill. most of you know who that is. Kelly Leak, the motorcycle kid. Well, that's Jackie Earl Haley, who's done, I think he most recently played the new Freddy Krueger. <laughs> um, you had Tanner Boyle. Tanner was the mouth, boy. He was the mouth. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> there was just uh, so many different personalities on that team. Engelberg, the catcher. Oh my gosh, he stole every scene he was in. Uh, yes, <laughs> so many good things. Lupus was great as well. If you need a fun laugh, a little nostalgic look back, this movie is just great. The Chico's Bales Bonds. I mean, if you're a baseball fan, you've watched this movie, you know this movie. And, and you know what? It, it, these group of misfits came together to be a good team and a family. Something I don't think any of them had at the time. The kicker is <laughs> the coach drinking Budweiser, having a cooler of Budweiser in the in the dugout. Now I've coached lovely and there are times which you were you were wishing there was a cooler of Budweiser in your dugout. But no, this is a great, it, it, a lot of comedy, uh, a lot of one liners. These kids are just great together. <laughs> the part where they all have to wear a jock strap. If you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. I don't want to wear this. It's just I'm laughing just thinking about it. So guys, if you get a chance, watch this movie. It is very dated, but yet um, to this day, kids. I mean, if you get a little league team with a bunch of kids like this, it's very similar, you know. And uh, how Walter Matthau's character handles it is great. He doesn't really get too excited, except for a couple moments in the movie. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's kind of a hot mess, but it becomes a fun mess by the end. That's the Bad News Bears 1976. Um, check it out. Number seven on my top nine baseball movies. Number six on my top nine baseball movies is one that I'm actually watching while I'm recording. It is 61, if you know what I'm talking about. It was an HBO made-for-TV movie directed by Billy Crystal. Yes, that Billy Crystal. Um, Such a huge fan of the Yankees, and I believe he lived through this 1961 battle of the home run chase with Roger Maris. This is the main character. This is Roger Maris's story biopic, Swan Song, whatever you want to call it. His relationship with Mickey Mantle that year in this movie is just—it's super. Barry Pepper plays Roger Maris. Barry Pepper could be a twin of Roger Maris. He looks just like him. It was like perfect casting. And Thomas Jane, who's been in a lot of movies and TV, I think The Punisher was his biggest role, um, but he depicts Mickey Mantle. It's great, and and the on-screen chemistry they have, the other bit actors around him, it's just—it's just great. Uh, It is a great way. Also, they mixed in the home run chase from my man, Mark McGuire, in 1998 and the Maris family uh, from the beginning of the movie and at the end of the movie. So it brings it recent, as it were, so folks who didn't know about this would understand what Roger Maris went through. Like I mentioned, Barry Pepper is the spinning image of Roger Maris. Look up Roger Maris's picture. Look up Barry Pepper. You're going to go, wow. (laughs) They could be related. It is told through the eyes of Maris and Mantle. Um, So if you're a fan of either one, if you're a fan of baseball, this is a must watch. If you haven't seen it, it's on HBO Max. It is just a great watch. The baseball scenes are great. The period piece from the 60s, you know, it, it is all great. We see the old guard in here and it's kind of, they're played kind of goofy, but with Babe Ruth's wife and the commissioner, the biggest thing about this, there was this year in 61, they went from uh, they went up to 162 games. So if he was going to hit more than the Babe, by the time of the end of the season, they're going to put an asterisk. And on the title of the movie, it is a 61 with an asterisk. And that it stayed that way, I think, till like 1993, and then all records were put together. So, but it, it is definitely to see that old guard how they didn't want to give up the goat because these newer players were doing so good, and re- they didn't want Roger Maris to to get it. This movie. Makes me hate sports writers. I'm yelling at the TV. Leave the guy alone, man. He's just playing ball, and you guys are busting his chops. So yeah, this movie really made me hate sports writers at that time. And and the guys that play them are great actors. Uh, Richard Mazzera is one of them. Great actors of the New York Time. You know. Uh, uh, oh, Shooter McGavin. I, I forgot the guy's. What is his? Uh, let me see what his. Uh, he plays the great Mel Allen. How about that? If you uh, are a Yankee fan and you know the name Mel Allen, let's see. What was his? Christopher McDonald. Those of you who've seen Happy Gilmore, well, (laughs) he's in here. He plays Mel Allen, the famous broadcaster from uh, the New York Yankees. And Ford Frick, played by Donald Moffat. He's another character actor. Ford Frick was a part of the old guard. Um, Let's see. We have Ralph Hawk which was the manager of the Yankees that year, played by Bruce McGill. Bruce McGill was in American Underdog recently, so we talked about him. Uh, Anthony Michael Hall, famous 80s actor, uh, plays Whitey Ford. Of course, Thomas Jane plays Mickey Mantle. Uh, Barry Pepper with Roger Maris. So, yeah, if you get a chance to watch this movie, it is just great. Great depiction of everything that happened. You kind of get, a, through, like I said, through the eyes of Maris and Mantle. Trust me, you won't be disappointed just how it went and i kind of yeah i ended up feeling for feeling sorry for maris he wanted to do this but it was like everybody was rooting against him and roger maris is just a good uh, midwestern guy who you know doesn't have any aspirations to become the mickey mantle type of player if you get a chance 61 which is number six on my top nine baseball movies all right everyone before we get to our top five i'd like to take a moment to uh encourage you if you have young ones if you have uh kids of an age where they can play ball uh, especially little league uh, do your best to volunteer whether as a coach or maybe contribute to the league i did it for several years with both my daughters i enjoyed it i just would like to encourage anybody if your community has something a a you know, help with a concession stand, anything like that. It's just a, a good public service to help out with it. And I'll tell you what, watching Little League games or even high school games, just local games like that is just a blast. I've had a chance to also announce them. It's it's just great to see the kids. And, and if you can help out with that in any way, I, I encourage you to. Because I know if you're a baseball fan, you're listening to this. You probably already have. Tell me about those. I'd be happy to hear about them. All right. Now, let's go to our number five on our list of top nine baseball movies. That would be 42. The movie 42 depicts um, how Jackie Robinson and how he was able to break the color barrier and, and literally um, was a catalyst in the civil rights movement. Uh, in 1947, Jackie Robinson became the first African-American to play Major League Baseball in the modern era. When he was signed by the brooklyn dodgers and faced considerable racism in the process now what i like about that in this movie is they do not pull any punches it is very if that turns your stomach what actually happened back then it is terrible um but i'm glad they depicted it the way they did so people can see what happened back then i am so glad that jackie had the integrity the wherewithal. He's a hero. For him to do what he did, it was just amazing. Um, in 1946, Jackie Robinson is a black league baseball player who never takes racism lying down. Branch Ricky is a major league team executive with a bold idea. To that end, Ricky recruits Robinson to break the unspoken color line as the first modern African-American major league player. Uh, As both anticipate, this proves a major challenge for Robinson and his family as they endure unrelenting racist hostility on and off the field, from player and fan alike. As Jackie struggles against his nature to endure such abuse without complaint, he finds allies and hope where he least expects it. This is, while it's, it's a movie that shows the horrible way people were back in the day, it also shows how we've come so far really. And if you don't know the story, I mean, you've heard of Jackie Robinson if you're a baseball fan. But if you don't know the story, this is a great uh, depiction of it. And the late Chadwick Boseman, oh my God, he played an amazing Jackie Robinson. Of course, most everybody knows him as, as the Black Panther. And it's so sad he lost his life so young. It's possible he was battling liver cancer or whatever cancer he died from. While he was filming this. Uh, But Chadwick Boseman. He embodies uh, Jackie Robinson. Great movie. It's one I could watch all the time. Another one of my favorite actors of all time. Plays Branch Rickey. And you probably have to look a minute. But the one and only Harrison Ford. Is in this movie. Yes. Han Solo. Indiana Jones. Is in this movie. Does a great job playing Branch Rickey. And if it weren't for him. and, And standing up to do this. Who knows where baseball might have been today? But it's just a great, great depiction of it. Leo DeRocher, who was the Dodger manager at the time, played by Christopher Maloney of Law & Order SVU fame. Um, some other small bit actors in here. So there's a lot of famous folks in this movie. I don't know what it did at the box office. I don't think it won any awards. Maybe it did, but I've enjoyed it. Every time I watch it, it makes me realize how far we have come. That's number 42. It came out in 2013. And who was it directed by? It was directed by Brian Helligan. Never heard of him. Um, there's some other. T.R. Knight is in it. He plays uh, he plays Harold Parrott, which I think he's like Branch Ricky's assistant. You would recognize T.R. Knight from uh, Grey's Anatomy early years. So um, check it out. Number 42 if you haven't it's a it's a very great depiction of a historic moment in baseball was the true story of an american legend uh, the one and only jackie robinson as we stroll down the base paths to number four on my list here this movie is special while it came out in let's see this movie came out in 1993 so i was Barely grown, (laughs) but this movie is, it oozes nostalgia. It is The Sandlot. In the summer of 1962, a new kid in town is taken under his wing by a young baseball prodigy and his rowdy team, resulting in many adventures. So if you see this movie and you grew up with a neighborhood of kids and you all played baseball together, which I did, and it was a sandlot or a, a playground or a patch of grass where you made your own bases. Whether this is it, I mean, it was virtually a no-name cast, other than like uh, Dennis Leary playing his stepdad and and Karen Allen playing um, his mom. But Scotty Smalls, played by Tim Geary, I, you know, I've never seen him in anything. Art LaFleur who plays the babe in a in a dream that he has, he's probably one other that you've recognized for other other acting jobs but it's really a bunch of no-name children and it's great in 1962 I mean the soundtrack is great oh my gosh um Green Onions from uh, Booker T and the and the MGs I mean just watching this movie was great in 1993 it it took me back to my childhood and it still does I could still hold it still holds up today James Earl Jones is Mr. Myrtle (laughs) with The Beast and uh he does a great job as well it's just it's so funny the things that they do they have a camp out here's a little more on the storyline scotty smalls moves to a new neighborhood with his mother and stepfather and he wants to learn to play baseball well benny rodriguez is a neighborhood baseball guru takes him under his wing and soon becomes part of the local baseball buddies they fall into adventures involving baseball a treehouse sleepover oh a desirous lifeguard (laughs) oh my gosh that squints and what he does at the pool oh my goodness a snooty little rival little league team and a traveling fair beyond the fence at the back of the sandlot there's a menacing legendary ball-eating dog called the beast and the kids must inevitably deal with him you know how kids see things that aren't very scary in real life as an adult, but man, when you see it as a kid, it's so scary. That's perfect on this one. From the the, the lifeguard scene where Squint's fakes drowning, where they try to chew and then go on some rides at the fair. It's just fun. It is a fun. Scotty Small's hat at the beginning, yeah, in his plastic glove. (laughs) There's just so much about it. Where one of these characters in this movie, you've known, seen, or you are. There's one line that Babe Ruth Says in here, said, Remember kids, there's heroes and there's legends. Heroes get remembered, but legends never die. Follow your heart, kid. You'll never go wrong. That's something I always remember from this movie. Really good movie. It's, uh, it still holds up today. Like I said, most of of you if you're a f- baseball fan you've shown this to your children and they loved it but yeah it, it is definitely something you could could watch be nostalgic and and think back to your days in your neighborhood did you have a squints did you have a yaya <laughs> did you have a and or you had a benny the jet rodriguez or you had ham ham which was ham steals every scene the catcher <laughs> Oh, yeah. And then uh, when the Little League team comes up and he says, you play baseball like a girl. Oh, my gosh. It was just to uh, quote the uh, late Roger Ebert in a review of this movie. The Sandlot is like a summer version of a Christmas story. They're not pinned by the same screenwriter and they don't share a director or even actors. Both make you feel nostalgic for a childhood. You probably didn't even have. Some of us did. That's number four on my top nine baseball movies. Number three on my top nine baseball movies is one of my all-time favorites. Movies, period. Um, That movie is Major League. Those of you my age, especially guys, (laughs) this is the epitome of a guy's baseball movie. Uh, It is great comedy. All-star cast. Wesley Snipes. Charlie Sheen um bob uecker i mean bob (laughs) uecker is an american treasure he really put himself on the map with this movie just a great comedy and we follow him from from spring training all the way through uh to trying to make the playoffs at the end of their season it's just a great time uh let me read a little bit about the storyline i believe it came out in 1989 It was directed by David S. Ward. And the new owner of the Cleveland Indians puts together a purposely horrible team. Kind of like the uh, Bad News Bears, kind of. Um, So they'll lose and she can move the team to Miami. Well, this was before the Marlins were there. (laughs) So, uh, but when the plot is uncovered, they start winning just to spite her. And it's so fun. Uh, Tom Berenger is in it as well. And a guy that plays Serrano in there. You would know, but when you watch the movie, you're like, I've heard that guy. I know that guy. Where's that guy from? What is he from? Well, the guy I'm talking about, his name is Dennis Haysbert. And he plays Serrano. He is the Allstate guy, <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about. But yeah, it's just a great, good time. These guys have so much fun. Bob Euchre provides comic relief. As an announcer and having been in a press box and having used that line just a bit outside, from the press box, makes me appreciate this even more. And and there was three movies made. This is, to me, the best of all three. Uh, fun fact, the scenes that were filmed on the field were actually filmed in old Milwaukee's County Stadium. I don't know whether that's because Bob Euchre, who's actually a Brewers broadcaster, could not get to Cleveland, or they were unable to uh, film in Cleveland Stadium. But if you like a good baseball movie and just want to have fun... There's a little love story in there, and uh, you got an aging catcher. You got uh, Wesley Snipes. All these guys. This is one of Charlie Sheen's first films. (laughs) Wow thing. It's just a good, good time. Moving on to number two on my top nine baseball movies is The Rookie. The Rookie, which was released in 2002, starring Dennis Quaid and a very, very young angus young of two and a half men fame and rachel griffiths plays his wife this is a true story of jim morris who became a professional major league ball player after coaching his high school team to a state championship in texas Jim Morris is a Texas high school chemistry teacher and coach of the school's baseball team. He always loved baseball, and as a way of motivating his players, well, he agreed to go on a professional tryout if they win the championship. Well, he once had aspirations becoming a professional baseball player, but an injury brought this to an end. Sure enough, 39, yes, 39-year-old father of three, finds himself at a camp for the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. They used to be the Devil Rays not just the Rays, and somehow seems to have regained his pitching arm, easily throwing a 98-mile-an-hour fastball at 39, guys. Signed to a contract, he toils in the minor leagues while his supportive wife raises their children. He soon finds himself called up to the big league and pitching for Tampa in Texas, uh, playing the Rangers. This is based on a true story. This movie is great. Not only is it a true story, but Dennis Quaid really embodies Jim Morris. You want to root for him. You know, not only his kids in the high school, but, uh, you know, he's trying to raise a family. And then he's like, the last thing I can do is go play ball. But his wife's so supportive. Uh, There's a dynamic between him and his father there. This is a tearjerker, guys, just like American Underdog. When you see him and his boy, played by Angus Young, At the ballpark he reaches out from the bullpen it's like oh your heart melts but uh it is great great baseball um viewpoints um how players toil through the minors dennis quaid wanted to dennis quaid's best movies in my opinion uh this is one i love to watch every time and it gets me right there in the heart every time as well um just a great baseball movie if you're looking for a feel-good movie something that has really really touched you uh, as far as a baseball story, not only is it real, I think it shows how a man's dreams can come true, no matter how old he is. You know, We're never too old to dream, as they say. He's a small-town coach, and he loved the town closing up to come see him. Yes, they all got on a bus to go to Arlington because he is from North Texas, so it was just about of a bus ride, but he shows you all these stores closed. We're headed to go see Jim. Very cool. Uh, another sports movie, But an instant classic for me, The Rookie. If you haven't seen it, if you have, let me know either in the email or on Twitter. I'd love to see uh, your thoughts on this movie as we work our way to number one. That's The Rookie with Dennis Quaid, number two. Dun 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 dun. Number one. Yes, Field of Dreams. Is this heaven? No, it's Iowa. Yes. We all know that's a wonderful spot for me. That's home. This movie has so much meaning to me. It came out in 1989, which is the year I graduated high school and went into the United States Air Force. I use this movie as a geography lesson for anyone who met me who thought I was from Idaho, where the potatoes are grown. But no, I was from Iowa, where the corn grows. And this movie had just come out. I would say, hey, have you seen Field of Dreams? Well, yeah. I said, well, that's where I live. Not actually, but... I live about three hours south of there and i've been to the field of dreams twice and it looks just like it does in the movie and part of me wanting to talk about baseball movies is the recent uh, field of dreams game that the mlb finally realized they had a little piece of heaven where in this real life imitates art where people have come ray and people will keep coming they've had two games there most recently the Reds and the Cubs which is not as good as the first one but it's still cool it's still cool to see Iowa center stage in the baseball world which is where I worked in baseball for four years I grew up rooting for baseball uh it's just cool because it's it's like I've come full circle and this is definitely the reason I did this episode this movie is it's a good movie not only is it you know all the location and all that kind of stuff that's important to me but it's a redemption story where ray kinsella played by kevin costner his dad passes away before he could have a catch with him and through this story this is actually based on a short story by wp kinsella ray gets a chance to play catch with his father again through the magic of this field if you build it he will come ease his pain Go the Distance. All of those sayings that Ray hears in his head, he thinks he's doing it for Joe Jackson, played by the late Ray Leota. Great. Great. Oh, my goodness. Burt Lancaster was in this movie. Timothy Busfield. Of course, Kevin Costner. Amy Madigan. I mean, just a, a somewhat all-star cast. And, of course, the one and only James Earl Jones. And if you're a baseball fan, I know you've seen this. If you haven't, Tell your friends, tell your neighbors. This is a beautiful movie. It is a redemption story with baseball in the background. It is not a baseball movie per se like that. It is just a wonderful movie. Um, One of my favorite lines is when uh, Ray's daughter, Annie, says, Are you a ghost? And Shoeless Shoeless Joe goes, What do you think? You look real to me, she says. And it is my favorite baseball movie of all time for several reasons, have I mentioned. What's yours? What's your favorite baseball movie? I know there are probably baseball movies I didn't talk about, but these are my top nine. And trust me, I probably could have done a top 50. (laughs) There is so many out there. Uh, Just coming to mind, I could probably think of four or five that really, you know, were baseball movies, but I didn't really, they didn't warrant being in my top nine. So hopefully you agreed with some of them. Let me know it. C2ShiningC2019 at gmail.com. At me on Twitter, ChrisCasey71. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. It looks like it's going to be a great August and September in this 2022 season. The uh, postseason races are heating up. And the temperatures are cooling off thank goodness so hopefully your team wins i know my cardinals are playing pretty good again thank you for listening to see to shining sea uh look forward to more baseball content coming down the road i'll probably do a history of baseball at some point uh i plan to share my experiences in the booth as a public address announcer in a future episode tell you some stories and how it was to to be able to announce some names that were pretty famous uh, throughout baseball and just to be around baseball every day. Also, I have some other, other things in the works. Of course, I'm always trying to add new content on the uh, YouTube page, so check that out. See to Shining Sea with Chris Casey on YouTube. Have a great day, but a better tomorrow. I'm Chris Casey, and this is Sea to Shining Sea. <music>